Kate Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louis. We need to talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Mary Bolling. Kate, oh, we are in the wagon and uh, Kate and other Kate. How, how are we going to do this? It's confusing. <laughs> this is a little bit confusing, but I think we've got BBC Kate. We're joined by um, uh, Kate O'Connor, who's the Head of Brands and Licensing at BBC here in Australia. Kate, welcome to the wagon. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, so lovely to see you. And over the years in this podcast, we've spent so much time talking to people in the Blueyverse and people who love the Blueyverse. And I think you actually tick both boxes by working at the BBC and so closely with the Bluey juggernaut. <laughs> Are we calling it a juggernaut? It's bigger than that. What's after a juggernaut? <laughs> um, but you, I think you got to BBC in 2019 pre-Juggernaut days. So that was not even a year after Bluey launched here in Australia. What did you think you were walking into? Oh, I mean, that's a very good question. I think Bluey started airing in around October 2018 and I started about six months after that at the BBC. Um, and I remember when I started, I sat down and watched all the episodes that were out at the time. <laughs> um, and there weren't that many, but I, I do remember thinking, oh, my God, this is pure magic. Um, you know, at the time I didn't have kids, so I didn't really watch very many kids' TV shows. Um, but instinctively I think I just knew that it was, you know, something that was this sort of special source of the clever scripts and, um, you know, the humour that sort of permeates through. Monkey bars? Uh, chilly. Asleep. Oh, all right. Let's do this. Hey! The real life scenery and the music and, and all those sort of bits came together for me. And in fact, two of those very early episodes are still two of my favourite eps of all time. Ooh, okay. Well, which one's your favourite, Kate? Uh, I mean, oh, look, <laughs> I'm going to say right now. Spoiler is my absolute favourite episode is yet to come. Oh. Oh, torture us. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. (laughs) But of those first episodes that I remember watching and still love so much today, I would say The Pool is one of those. Hey, Squirts, Uncle Stripe said we could use this pool while he's in Bali. And the markets is also, I mean, oh, yeah. markets has so many great one-liners in it that, yeah, as does the pool. I mean, everyone can quote basically all of the pool. So, <laughs> yeah, I think they're probably two of my favourites. Here we go. Now that's a tune. We still say German sausage on like <laughs> quite a regular basis. I'm so so I'm, I'm here for that. Honestly. <laughs> I love that episode. 
Um, Kate, what was your first bluey moment? You know, when you, that moment where you were like, wow, this just isn't your like average kid show. I think probably it was, you know, that first inkling for me was when I just wanted to keep watching more and more of it. Um, I think from a sort of show perspective, it's like I remember sort of sobbing when I was watching Sleepy Time and thinking, what is happening to me? <laughs> Why am I crying in a seven-minute kids' show? Relatable. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that's probably my first mistake right there is in thinking it was a kids' show because, you know, it's absolutely an everyone show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you've put that so well. Uh, I feel like, you know, from from the watching it and sobbing, you might have got a sense of what was happening around you pretty fast as well because it was that Christmas 2019 that Kate and I remember so vividly as the year of the great bingo shortage <laughs> where the first Bluey merch was hitting the shelves and it was those little plushies of Bluey and bingo and Bluey outnumbered bingo, like I think it was like 10 to 1 or something, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, drove a bit of consternation, Uh, may have been bigger in our world than the real world. But what was that like seeing it from the inside and having like this toy crisis uh, on your hands? I mean, honestly, if it was big in your world, trust me, it was monumental in my world too. So uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I just don't think we could have ever anticipated the demand back then. And if we, even if we could, you know, I mean, trying to convince the retailers that this tiny little Aussie brand, you know, that's just started on ABC Kids is going to be the biggest thing they've ever seen. You know, they hear it all the time. So they sort of roll their eyes and go, yeah, get in line with everyone else. Um, We had a lot of pinch me moments back then where I remember the first Bonds range sold out within a few hours. I remember that. The same thing. The same thing basically happened with everything we launched for a little while there. And, I mean, we just kept feeling so overwhelmingly sort of stunned and proud of our little Aussie brand as it started to take off. Um, But, yes, there was definitely some shortages and our passionate (laughs) fan base, who we love so dearly, let us us know. (laughs) And it really did make us very conscious of trying to, to please them and also just releasing the best things we could and not just sort of label slapping Bluey on everything, you know, in some sort of half-assed way. It just really felt like, yeah, we needed to do the best we could by them. Kate, tell me more about that because, you know, Bluey is such a unique TV show and, I mean, as parents we've seen, you know, other brands, we won't name them here, but literally (laughs) put like – a face of a character on pretty much any product they can. I think the Paw Patrol movie even joked that they were funding like (laughs) stuff in the movie through merch sales, you know, and they really do just put it on everything. Tell me more about um, that responsibility that you felt and what you sort of like, how did you navigate that? I mean, it's such a responsibility. And because I mean, most, most kids brands, um, either have that Paw Patrol model, which is just, you know, be everywhere all at once, um, or they're a theatrical release, for example, where they're only in the movies, you know, they're trying to drive, use merch to drive um, ticket sales to the the movies, and then the movie comes out and it's over again, you know, just as quickly. It comes as fast as it goes kind of thing. So 
for them, they need to get as much product out as possible. They're going to go on everything. They're going to label slap, you know, I don't want to name any brands, but they're <laughs> going to put put it on everything as fast as they can. For us, we, I mean, we're a creator-led show um, and Bluey's sort of ethos and, and a lot of the magic is to have, we wanted the products to have as much wit and humour and um, sort of Australian feel as as the rest of the show has and that's not possible in every product you can't get that in everything Um, and lots of things sort of you know fall through I guess but for every one product that you see there's another 50 that we've turned down because it hasn't felt right for the brand Um, and you know I mean the amount of times that we could have done sugar products and we haven't because it just you know we feel really strongly that like we shouldn't be you know we have a bit more of a responsibility than that ah, wow our kids yeah. nutrition thanks you that that is really good to know um yeah. you said you know getting that wit and humor into the merch have you got a favorite piece that maybe packs a bit more than uh most uh, oh. in terms of bluey merch that's a very good question. I mean, I love everything, obviously, because it's my job too. Um, no, I think I have favourites and then they go and I get another favourite. Um, I think probably at the moment the Arnott's range is one of my favourites, the muesli bars and ah. the Arnott's biscuits. I just love that they're a little like bluey and bingo biscuits and little faces on them and you know, the muesli bars kind of lean to the episodes. They've got the obstacle course in the sherbet. What's up, Bluey? Not enjoying your sherbet? No. Tastes a bit sour, right? Yeah. Sherbet's meant to taste sour. I think I want to beat Dad fair and square. Yeah, I think you do too. You know, and there's, so there's sort of, we try really hard to make, you know, the sort of cheese and crackers references and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But, you know, looking back, I really loved the Smiggle range that we did. Um, and going back even further than that, probably the Peter Alexander range because they it was the first time that we did adult PJs <laughs> and sizes for older kids, which was oh, yeah. great. That actually, I reckon that's the uh, question we hear raised the most often, Kate. Where is more grown-up things mm, uh, I know Bluey range? Uh is that something that's landing with you, Kate? Is there anything? Oh, God. Of- we honestly, the amount of time we try and tell retailers, we promise it will sell. But, you know, they they um, have very sort of set ways of working. So the best best chances we get um, for, for adult products is usually Mother's Day, Father's Day. Um, we also. Fair enough. We do have mm. some pretty good collaborations coming up um, this year and next year that may involve more adults clothing. <laughs> oh, good. This and is not at crazy yeah, expensive prices. Cool. <laughs> Can I put together like a staple wardrobe from this? Like I've been thinking for a while, like I really need to get that capsule wardrobe happening. Like could yeah. that happen for me in sort of chili-esque colours? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we could, I think we could Probably, let's say by the end of 2024, Mary, I think we can get you there. The Spiral Kids is not with us. And it. Woo, shake it, chilly. Good morning, Wendy. 
Kate, I'm really curious because you were saying about how many requests you get. What are some of the weirdest requests that you've had for the brand? Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've had a few weird and wonderful ones, um, some of which deserve to stay unmentioned. Okay. <laughs> um, but let me think. Um, oh, we had Bluey tarot cards. That was a pretty weird one. Um, we got pitched oh. to do Bluey tarot cards. Wow. Um, uh, why? <laughs> like, wow. Well, like Indy's mum, I feel <laughs> like. I reckon that could have been a <laughs> Indy's maybe getting together with Aunt Trixie and (laughs) I feel like that would be could have maybe found a way to make it work at the time we just went oh look we've got a pretty like clear trajectory of the next five years of what we want to achieve in our kind of (laughs) program and you know probably dark arts isn't one of them They could have seen spent the five years after that for you. Like, you know, lean in. That's true. I'd love to know what the next five years is going to hold. So maybe that was my, yeah, big error. Uh, Hilarious. Um, Okay. So, well, we know what happened last year, which felt like maybe the biggest kind of deal yet for Bluey, where she was in the Macy's Thanksgiving parade and Bluey's big play launched at um, Madison Square Garden in New York. Uh, and you went. So, yes. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> tell us about that couple of weeks and what Bluey Fever looked like in the US. Uh, I mean, look, it was the most bucket list of bucket list weeks for me. <laughs> I honestly think I ticked off more bucket list moments in that, like, one week than I had in the decades prior, um, which was, yeah. I mean, look, from the very beginning, I think the first second day I was there, Dave and Melanie, uh, as in, you know, Bandit and Chili. <laughs> oh, we've heard of them, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> name basis these days. Um, but, you know, them meeting at the premiere of Bluey's Big Play was incredible. Bandit Hero. Is this your hat? Is that mum? That's mum. What? And then sort of seeing the US audiences react to our beautiful play was something that I will just never forget. It really gave me goosebumps because, you know, we knew it was rating really well on Disney, but until you see those genuine fan reactions, it's really hard to sort of fathom that this, you know, amazing and enormous country just loves your Australian show. It feels really special to see. Um, And then, yeah, then there was Jimmy Fallon that week and the International <laughs> Emmys. Um, let's see, a cocktail party at the Australian Consulate, um, private tour of the UN. Oh, wow. Um, oh, <laughs> and I haven't even got to the Macy's parade. Bluey and Bingo, because I know you had the uh, the life-size, well, bigger than life-size Bluey and Bingo kind of appear at some of those events. Did, did, did they tour the yeah. UN? So they actually, no, we brought the puppets to the UN, actually. Okay, okay. Wow. So has world peace been achieved yet? Like, I feel like. <laughs> actually, you know, what? there was no no real countries um, sitting that week. But it was truly a pretty, I mean, I've always wanted to go to the UN, but I've never been. And it was really a breathtaking um, place to, to go and tour. And they put on a lovely lunch for us. Um, and then, yes, then came Thanksgiving, um, my first ever Thanksgiving in America, um, and watching Bluey, I think everybody just went completely silent. In We were in the BBC America offices, which are on 6th Avenue, 
um, and just all pinned to the windows watching <laughs> oh. as Chloe went past, just going, oh, my God, it was just amazing. Like, obviously, we saw bits of this from over here, but I feel like there's so much more to see. Did you have a, like, documentary team with you or anything like that? Uh, I mean, I wish. I wish <laughs> I think I've got enough documentary footage okay. on my phone to maybe okay. pull oh, something good. together. Okay, yep. Uh, we did have the Megan and Harry style series <laughs> soon. Yeah. It'd be a bit um, a bit of a bootstrapped affair, but, you know, it's um, we, had, we did have a, a – great social media crew there who who recorded a lot of footage from Ooh, the ground okay um, so, which is really cool I'll um, keep looking out yeah. for that <laughs> yes yes cartoons, cartoons, cartoons. kids it's enough of that thing i'm sure bob is sick of yeah ah! whatever kate um surrounded by so many bluey people on that trip including like brum family members who voiced characters were there any like wild moments or games played where you thought you know this is like being in an episode (laughs) (laughs) uh you know i mean everyone that works on bluey um especially joe and his family and his wife susie and his parents and his auntie and uncle i mean they are the most lovely, down-to-earth, genuine people. Um, yeah, so look, it was, I mean, a delight to spend time with them. They have a very hilarious camaraderie that um, is, you can see how it translates so so naturally to, to the show. Um, and, I mean, of course, the great Ludo crew. There was a lot of Ludo crew there as well, which was fantastic. Um, I guess I did have a few moments where I felt... Like I was sort of in Bluey. Um, and the first one was when I was having breakfast in my, you know, lovely little hotel. And from behind me, like behind my back, I heard Bandit's voice say, hi, table for one, please. Or, you know, something like that. <laughs> oh, no. I, just, my, I, I remember my eyes just sort of widening and everything felt like it was sort of stopped for a second. I'd never met Dave before, but hearing his voice was just you know, I didn't have to turn around to know that he just walked into the room. Oh, it was it's amazing. Oh, wow. It is so funny. Like, I have wondered often if he regrets not putting on a voice for Bluey because <laughs> yeah. now there's just no escape, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, I um, because Melanie's voice is, is slightly different. When you speak to her, you know, she really can put on Chili's voice um, and then sort yeah. of go back into her normal Like voice. she's an actor, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, but Dave, Dave is just Sorry, so Dave, iconically. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. I mean, so same with Joe's lovely mum who plays Nana Gila. She has the most recognisable voice. And the first time I heard her voice, I remember just being like, oh, Nana Gila's here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, yeah. She's, yeah, you yeah. had to – I could imagine, like, you're yeah, holding yourself back, you know, the natural you know, instinct like to just throwing be- myself at her to give her a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she's one of my favourite characters. Nope. Broga. Check it. What about you, Socks? Hmm. Duck. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Good one, bingo. Yes. Maybe just watch one more, sweetie. Okay, Nana. 
Oh, she's she's a legend. You know, yeah. who, who doesn't want her to make the gravy on Christmas Day? No, I one. know. <laughs> Um, you said auntie and uncle. I heard uh, at an event last year that Joe's uncle, Laurie, who played granddad, mm-hmm. uh, was actually the second choice for that because they had been going for Russell Crowe, um, oh. which is that, you know, are those kind of like casting decisions talked about within the family? Like <laughs> have you heard? I mean, <laughs> look, i got to say Laurie is great. He's <laughs> Obviously the best granddad, yep. I, I don't think Russell would have had a bar on, on Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, but it's good to have settled that for once and for all. Uh, yeah. Ha, there you are. Ah, just found a run, kids. <laughs> You're not meant to be running around. The canoe's down this way. Oh, now, hang on. Did I lend it to Maynard? Come on, granddad, she's coming. Oh, I can't remember. We'll just go this way. Yeah, I really hope oh. that we see him in some more episodes soon. I hope that for you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kate, you have not only uh, made all these amazing things uh, happen for Bluey in the last few years through your role at the BBC, but you've actually acquired your own nearly preschooler uh, to be a Bluey fan, I assume. That's uh, yes, very yes. committed to Organic the cause. Of, of <laughs> the only reason space. I breed. <laughs> yep. um, so, yeah, how, how do you explain this dream job to your kiddo? Well, I mean, he's still a, a little bit young for Bluey, so he's just about to turn two. Um, okay. So he's sort of in that key stage of really loving the theme song and uh. then – you know, dancing to that, and then if you're lucky, he'll sort of sit there for a few minutes um, silently enough. Okay. <laughs> um, I do think he knows that this sort of little blue dog is incredibly important to his family. <laughs> um, one of his first words was bluey, thanks to the um, bluey toys that, that were in his house. Um, and we were in actually like hard lockdown for um, when he was really young. Um, and we listened to the first Bluey album a lot um, with him. You know, we we're trying yep. to avoid doing too much, um, you know, nursery rhymes, I think. <laughs> so we were oh, listening cool. to the Bluey album um, and he loved some, at least I remember two songs in particular. Um, he would jump around in his little jolly jumper, like just Aww. so frenetically too, um, which was the claw <laughs> and fairies. Um, uh, he just loved them. That is awesome. No, yep, yep. No. <laughs> Kate doesn't love the claw, but, you know. Claw's my least favourite. <laughs> it's it's so definitely funny. made for frenetic jumping and it yeah, is, a jolly yeah. jumper to that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it really tired <laughs> him out. I was very grateful to Joff for that song. <laughs> Let's do this. Cha-ching! So, I mean, does he get to play with the the merch before it hits the shelves? Well, I mean, sometimes. So he he definitely got the VTEC range before it hit the shelves because that was sort of his you know, roughly he could Perfect kind age of group. Yeah. Yes. And he definitely has had a lot. I mean, I think that all the teachers at his daycare probably just think I am the most hardcore super fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell them that's us. <laughs> yeah. Never missed an apparel release because he's in 
bluey clothes basically every day at daycare. <laughs> Love that. Bluey um, kid. So right. he, he's the bluey kid, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, you are clearly nailing parenting. Uh, great work. <laughs> so, yep. Kate, away from the job, has bluey impacted um, parenting for you? I mean, apart from the first lesson which I learnt from Blue, which is to never take advice from a cartoon dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> apart from that, I, I've probably already broken that because, yes, I think it definitely has. I mean, probably the the most I've taken from it is to be really present when I'm playing with him and um, I think it's sort of taught me the importance of being silly and just leaning into the games he plays. Um, and. I mean, apart from that, I've definitely stored a bunch of parenting tips away in some remote part of my brain for when Ollie gets old enough. Uh, um, you know, the tactical wheeze yeah. <laughs> one is definitely uh, yeah. going to be introduced. Um, and things, even like trying to get him not to interrupt me, like, you know, Bandit does with Bluey. I think stuff like that is amazing parenting advice. Ah, uh, man. And yeah, having it from the get-go, I hadn't thought about that. We tried to kind of retrofit it for a couple of our kids um <laughs> although Kate's Joe has had it all the way through uh, yeah, yes yeah yes so he's the perfect child consequently um but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> how old is Joe now Kate so he's gonna be three in May which I find baffling oh, um wow but yeah but um like for Will my six-year-old like I don't think he would remember much before bluey like and we watched it a lot in lockdown similar Mm -hmm. to to you Kate and yeah every game or that I don't know there's just so much of life that is um colored by the games and the things that we've seen in the show here so yeah like Will even walking home today he was waiting to talk to me and he he grabbed my hand and held it until (sighs) Yeah, so when you said that, that's what I I want. Louise taught me well. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, so stuff like that works really well for us, but he is a bit of a rule follower as well. So I think he saw it modelled and was like, oh, that's how I can do it. So (laughs) So you've got to wait to see what Joe's going to (laughs) do. I don't think he'll be paying attention, but he does love to come here and go away. So, you know, there's hope. There's hope yet. But yes, yes. you've got to get through the muffin stage before you hit the bingo stage, right? Oh, yes. And I'm not even at the muffin stage yet. I think I'm still at the stock stage. Okay. uh, One more big question before we get into a a rapid, rapid round, uh, Kate, because you've teased us. You've said perhaps your favourite episode is one of the ones that we haven't seen yet and the rest of the world hasn't seen yet. But what can you tell us about coming up for Bluey next because there must be so much excitement on the horizon? Oh, there's so much, so much excitement on the horizon. Um, I think, first of all, there's just lots to come. Um, There's, and also not just lots to come, but what you would expect and more, you know, there's the humour is, you know, still there in spades. You have the family, you know, there's lots of great family moments that are coming. Um, and there's lots of other exciting stuff. We've got a mini series, um, Bluey mini series that will be coming. Mm. I think it's been announced, but um, ah, here you go. Like a, like a documentary? <laughs> or? No, like, no, like mini, mini episodes. Oh, oh, so like Bluey to be continued. Like 
basically from, oh, like little like, shorts. Kind of shorts, but they're quite long for shorts. Um, so <laughs> long shorts, got it. Okay. You know, I think what that does is give us a chance to highlight some of the sort of secondary characters more and give these really oh. cute little vignettes that wouldn't make up enough for an episode, but are really fun and funny moments that you know kind of translate to sort of a three three and a half minute clip rather than a okay. seven minutes. Three and a half minutes. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so they had that little short, like, lollipop a few oh, months back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still sort of traumatised, but, you know, that was probably like a minute and a half. So, yeah. wow, that's uh-huh. exciting, seeing a yeah. bit more. It's, yeah, it's a bit more, and there'll be quite a few of them. So um, there's lots of stuff coming, um, and I think you guys will really like some of the new episodes. Oh. But look, I think you're probably safe in saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, look, you've you've told us not much but enough. And yeah, we, we don't need to be convinced that this is very exciting. Um, Kate, we're gonna throw some rapid rapping questions at you. Go with your gut and let us know what you think in this gotta be done rapid round. Uh and we'll start with such an easy one. Favorite character. Okay, well, apart from Nana Healer, who I've already said is my favourite character. Okay, true. Um, mm. I would also say that I wasn't that fond of Muffin until Granny Mobile. And then I was like, <laughs> no, I really like you, Muffin. That is great. Uh, what you did for Doreen was great. We're back home, Nana. About time. Now make me a cup of tea, bugalugs. Hey, you, get off that. No, it's mine. I'm buying it. Fine. Give me $900. What? Such a redemption arc. She's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what about your favourite for real life moment? Like what's a moment of Bluey that you see replicated in your day-to-day? Oh, well, I mean, at the moment I, I see quite a lot trying to leave the house. <laughs> Um, it's probably trying to, yeah, sticky yeah. gecko. I'm trying to leave the house without taking every single toy in our house with us. Um, is definitely, I mean, everything is relatable. I made a cake yesterday that that kind of fell down in the middle, and it gave me duck oh, cake. Oh, duck cake! <laughs> you know? yeah. So I mean, yes, it's just so relatable. Everything in in my life feels like blue. Uh, do you have a line that you go back to again and again from Bluey? Like, got to be done. <laughs> I mean, I do say that. Our, we have we have meetings at work called the got to be done meetings. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So we really do lean in at, you know, all times of day um, to, to Bluey phrasing. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like we could rebrand some meetings like that, Kay. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, as long as they couldn't. Have been emails, Mary. Like, uh, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, the pain of my existence. <laughs> what was your favourite kids show when you were a kid? Oh, I was definitely like an ABC kid. Like I mm-hmm. watched basically, I'm pretty sure ABC Kids was my babysitter for <laughs> quite a while there when I was young. Um, yep. No iView though back in in our day, oh, right? It still blows my kids' minds. We, we, yeah. we, we taped stuff from ABC. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, all those those sort of 80s ABC shows, Super Ted, um, oh, yes. um, God, what else? The Did Raggy you know Dolls. Welsh? I didn't oh, realise Super Ted was Welsh oh, until no. very recently. Oh, yeah. I know. Yes, oh. and the Raggy Dolls, I don't know what they were on about, but, yeah, that was very 
I loved all those old shows. Mm. I was sort of before all those, the kind of kids shows that everyone else remembers, like the Wiggles and stuff. I I was (laughs) like still back in the like 80s. I think you're Rainbow Bright kind of era. Pretty much the same page here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kate, what would you like to see in Bluey in the next few episodes? I know that's probably an unfair question. It's so hard for me because I'm like, (laughs) am I about to drop a spoiler? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember every moment. Um, I would just like to see lots of rich narratives, funny moments. (laughs) Oh, Um, no. No, no. no, She's not giving us anything. A wedding. I'd like to see a wedding. Yes. Okay. She's giving us something. I don't know. Am I? Or <laughs> no. Joe, Joe Brum's already told us that there'll be a wedding. So that's oh, okay. good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Yeah. that one. Right. I feel like we've well, been waiting on this wedding for a long time. We are. <laughs> we've been at the altar the whole time, just waiting. Yep. Well, yeah. keep waiting. Strife in horsey. Okay. Kate. Uh, look, your job sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finding new ways <laughs> to get Bluey to us and uh, so many people around the world. Is there, a, is there a way if people can find out more about the work you do or products that are coming out from BBC? Yeah, so we've got our Bluey um, website, which is um, bluey.tv, I think. Um, <laughs> you are correct. Yes. Really great. Um, that That is where we list all the new products that are coming. We also have... An incredible comms team that put out press releases, and um, but we have some really exciting stuff coming up in 2023 and 2024. Um, really big collabs and just yeah, kind of big moments. So um, there's lots coming. You'll almost definitely hear it from either Bluey first or from Reddit. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> One of two sources is going to give you your information. <laughs> Very uh, realistic take on where information comes from. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Kate. Thanks for having me. Kate O'Connor, Head of Brands and Licensing at BBC here in Australia. Uh, It's been a joy. Thank you for all the bluey love. And, um, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Let you get back to those meetings because it's It's got to be done. done. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Muffin honey, why don't we let... Tags off! Stay out of it, cattle dog. 200 final offer. 10 hundred! What? You're dreaming. 500. 11! Outrageous! If you don't want it, then don't buy it!